0: Hi, this is Pal with Michelle. I am the facilitator for Appearance of Addicted Loved Ones. And I'm coming to you live from my um, well-absorbed, sound-absorbed closet. (laughs) That's where I handle all my podcasts so that I can get some peace and quiet to, to come to you and pour into your life. Um, if you'd like to know more about PAL, you can go to palgroup.org. And if you find that this story is encouraging and hopeful to you, please follow me. And inside your um, on your phone, you will get a notice when I upload a new podcast. The other thing is, I guess if we get reviews, then we are shared more frequently with others. And that is my hope. I think there are a lot of parents out there who are trying to cope with addicted loved ones. And it's so hard because nobody can tell you what to do and what not to do. They can just give you suggestions and give you hope and kind of give you different perspectives. But in the end, um, it's up to us how we handle it, and nobody can judge um, what we do or what we don't do. A couple months ago, our son and daughter in law um, were finally at a place where they were going to apply for uh, a sponsorship, um, a scholarship for a rehab in Florida called Just Believe. Our son had been there already for 30 days. He knew the program. He knew they were professionals. He knew what to expect in those 30 days, PHP. And so he and his wife applied for a scholarship because they have no money. And um, several, and they asked me to write an essay, and of course I did. And I was so hopeful because I thought, yes, finally, they are looking for help on their own, right? Because the hardest part in all this from a parent perspective is being patient. We have to wait until either they're in so much pain or they are open to resist, their resistance to change is um, lessened and they're finally willing and able, right, to want help. so it was very promising to me. I wrote the essay for them, recommended their therapy. Two months later, I got a phone call and it was from Just Believe. And she said, Michelle, your son and daughter-in-law are recipients of a free three month or one month stay at Just Believe. And that's like the equivalent to $30,000, $36,000 for the month because they were going to work with a psychiatrist on dual diagnoses. Which means, you know, a lot of times with addiction, addiction is one problem, but oftentimes there's an underlying mental issue, mental um, disorder, um, something that is um, maybe trauma, something other than just um, the addiction that's underlying the problem. So they get to all of it. And then they build on uh, another program in addition to that because in 30 days, typically that's not enough. But anyway, it was a start. So I was very encouraged. My husband went and knocked on their door because they didn't have phones. There was no way to reach them. So we knocked on their door. You are recipients of this award. And oh my gosh, we were just so happy. It was a great day until days went by and nothing was done. And I called Just Believe and I said, has my son not reached out to you? And she said, well, her scholarship was in Florida and his was in Pennsylvania, and I said, say no more. They didn't want to be separated, and I knew that one of my uh, son's greatest fears is separation anxiety and that anxiety underlies a lot of his trauma and problems in his life and so with that um, even though I knew after 30 days they could have transferred to a similar area program it was too much and whatever the reason I, I couldn't make the decision for him right because like I said we can't, we can't do this for him it's their journey but I was so angry at the time that they were throwing away this lifeline, this scholarship. And so I sent him a little message on Facebook and I was so angry. I said, I think I need to let the, the prosecuting attorney know that he, he needs to um, put you in jail. Because at the time he was facing a jail sentence and I said a mother will do whatever it takes to keep her son safe, right? And so I'm thinking I'm going to keep my son safe because every time there's a siren, I think he's in an accident or he's killed somebody else. And anytime you're using that, can that can be um, something that happens? And so I was so angry, though. I wanted to control. I wanted him and his wife to participate in this program and get there right away. I didn't want them to wait, Um, but it wasn't about me. It's never about us, right? It's not our journey. And so they didn't go. And so it, it was right back to wanting and praying and waiting and waiting and waiting because patience is the only thing us parents have until they decide they're going to get help. Well, yesterday they finally decided that they're going into a program. It was a great day. They apologized for a lot of things, um, and they said they could kick themselves for not taking part in that scholarship. But it's after the fact now. They made the decision, and now they have to find the funding for therapy um, where they want to go, and it's harder. But it's a process, and we couldn't make them want it before. Not like we want to make them want it now. So we're hopeful today's a good day, but I'm here to say just be patient and keep praying and keep in control of what you can do for you and your self-care. Stay healthy And surround yourself with others who care, with others who um, understand and bring hope and and encourage you on this journey. And remember, all we can do is control our reaction to them. And wait, be patient, let go and let God and know that I'm here praying for all of you. This is not easy. Um, Every day, every day is a gift. And For us and for our children and we hope that um, they continue to make choices in the right direction but for us and I'm sure for you it's a long way to recovery. God bless and um, go ahead and go to palgroup.org if you'd like more information or if you'd like to become a facilitator in your area.